Good evening, everyone. This is Rich and Sierra Podcast, uh, February 26, 2021. Today's episode is... What? <laughs> I just see that you have the date written down and you have the 25th crossed off. <laughs> well, I started it, obviously, a couple hours ago. <laughs> so, yeah, now it's 2 o'clock. So, it's the 26th. Yep. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you've listened to any of the episodes in the past, uh, it makes sense that I have to write this down. Um, <laughs> so, today, it's all about Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. We have a top five. Start thinking about that. Um, but also, we have uh, notes and things we want to talk about. Um as far as Juju, J.J. Watt, those are just like tongue twisting going on. Deshaun Watson, all updates on those. Um, we have a recap and a this or that mm-hmm. for tonight. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, pretty much what's going on for this episode. But first, the recap, um, we had a 49ers episode was our last one. Uh, we asked on our IG who was your top five 49ers and we want to thank Mala Tony Guy Ball Kitchen Nate Daudua for all listing their top five Mala Tony actually listed 5, 10, 15, 19 oh my goodness what an overachiever <laughs> so he, yeah, he did like one, two, three, four, 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 five, 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 five like six, 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 six. Yeah, he, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> why not? That's because if it's top five, it's one, two, three, four, five, not one, two, three, four, 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 tie. That's his top five, though. That's like him talking smack about my Charlie Garner, like Charlie Garner over Young over Rice. That's my top five, bro. That's my like, top five. Why yeah. don't you list yours? <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. Right on, guys, for participating. So, uh, Guy Paul Kitchen, I thought his top five was the best one, which was Joe, Young, Rice, Willis, and Gore. Um, and, of course, he had to add on his little comment about the Raiders. Top five Raiders. Dot, dot, dot. Still waiting. Something like that. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, whatever. Um, I saw his top five, though. So, when I seen the top five, I was trying to, thinking of something to uh, respond or reply. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't. There's, his top five is good. Like, I was, like, thinking of all the Raider players that can compete with that. There's, like, two or three that can compete. Like, Marcus Allen. That's, I can put him get a score. I'll feel confident about that. Um, maybe... Chim Plunkett or the Snake versus Young. That's about it, though. You can't, you can't top Montana. You can't top Rice. You can't top Willis. Unless you're Brady, but Brady don't play for the Raiders. So, anyways. Well, my main thing is, uh, have they been on any other teams? Who? Any of those? Any of his top five? I know Frank Gore has. Yeah, Rice has. Yeah, so of course. You, so you could have said, are they really faithful? 49er fans or not fans but players I could have but now that you said it I think that's pretty weak 
So. Ah. Uh, like like Jerry Rice, since you brought it up, he yeah. he um, went over to the Raiders, played for the Raiders, and he also played for the Seahawks. Oh, you could have said once a Raider, always a Raider. <laughs> Again, that would not top the list. That would not top his top five. So yeah, um, yeah. There's just some things like you can't top. Um, oh, I agree. But yeah, Jerry Rice going over to the Raiders. Uh, he did good there, you know. Uh, helped mm-hmm. them go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got whooped by the Bucks, but Rice will always be an honor to everybody that knows Jerry Rice. Yeah, that's where he had his prime years. That's where he broke his records. That's where he won all his championships. So, yeah. Um, Nate Daudua had uh, Golson, so that reminded me all the all the. Um, defensive backs that the Niners had at that time and and those teams so it was good to look at other people's top five and of course Tony had so many players on his top five like I didn't even know some of them I had to look him up because he just put, <laughs> he just used like first name well most of them I, I got except like three players towards the end because he just put like initials and yeah and I was like alright I had to look these guys up um, but yeah and Walsh in there he, he had some Raiders in there too but you know, I don't, I don't know if they know all that, but <laughs> it's all good. Um, so yeah, uh, put up my top five, um, and yeah, just glad everybody—not everyone, but they participated. So shout out to you guys. Um, today will be a top five for Seattle, though. But before we get to that, we have this or that. This or that. We got to come up with a little jingle for dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. You should have just recorded that and then just play this it right after. That. Dun, 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 dun. I think I can do it every time. There you go. <laughs> now you're obligated to do that. Oh my gosh, I'm sworn in. Okay. I have a few of the same things that you have listed in your today's podcast. Um, so my first question is going to be, Russell Wilson or Watson? Deshaun Watson. What's your pick, homie? Wilson. Wilson. Already won a ring. Uh huh. Experience. Experience. Yeah. More of a veteran ish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then out of the th- uh, out of those two plus JJ Watt, what's the percentages likely for them to be a Raider? Oof. In your opinion. In my opinion, um, so first it go to me it goes Wilson, Watson, and then Watt, and then percentage, I would say sixty for Wilson, thirty nine for Watt, uh, Watson, and then one for JJ Watt. And what's your reasoning behind that? Um, I just think out of Wilson and Watson, mm-hmm. Wilson already named. Mm-hmm. The teams that he wouldn't mind getting traded to, and Raiders are one of them. Right. Watson never did that. Right. Um, and the two situations, it seemed like the teams, Seattle and Houston, Seattle will be more willing to trade him because they don't have to, technically. Right. Yeah, they don't have to trade him. But um, yeah, I think Seattle will be more willing to trade Wilson and Houston, you know, 
I don't know. It seemed like it's a little battle right now between uh, Houston and Watson. Like, Watson yeah. stood his ground. It does. And like Houston that. hasn't really said anything, but, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then Watt, I just gave him a 1% because I, I don't think – he. they also came out with a list. Raiders were not part of that list. And I think because of his veteranship and how long he's been in the league, what he's trying to do is win a ring. And I just don't think the – with the teams that we're going to talk about later that he has on his list. Yeah, they're all like playoff teams, championship teams, you know, type of teams. Well, so. let me just ask you this on that is uh, during the Pat McAfee show. Oh, yeah. He texted him mm-hmm. and said that he isn't saying anything to anyone besides the teams. Mm-hmm. So how do we know that he hasn't talked to the Raiders and they just haven't said anything. Yeah, they I mean, could that's be possible. a contender. Yeah. No, um, I take that back. The Raiders were mentioned as uh-huh. one of the teams. They just weren't the leading teams. Because you got to imagine, he's yeah. a free agent. He's yeah. going to have a lot of, he's going right. to draw a lot of interest. Right. So, yeah, he, Raiders are just not one of the top, top okay. teams. Okay. Another thing I heard today is uh, just more on Dak and how uh, Cowboys don't want him anymore. Oh. Yeah. I missed that news. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm over here just like seeping through the stuff like a snake. I'm just going through all the weed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> snake. Um, it's like a python. Yeah. Thinking of his name, but it'll come to me. Okay. Um, so my, my next this or that is Dak or Derek, comma, car. That's kind of a hard one for me because I kind of see him saying, even though Dak, I think, has accomplished a little bit more than Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's won bigger games. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and, I mean, you know, Cowboys are kind of legendary. So. I think I would have to go with Derek just because he's already been with the Raiders for, what, this is going to be his fourth year with Gruden. So, well, as far as experience with the team. Correct on on if you're citing. You're talking like about just being with the Raiders or being just with the Raiders. I was just general. talking about in general. Oh, then Dak. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I like that you have you know Derek Carr for the Raiders and Dak for overall. In general, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, my next uh, this or that is really not a this or that until you answer the question. Um, what's your favorite sport besides football? Okay, uh, I would say basketball. Basketball? I think so. Gosh. That's how oh bad it is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's that football like and then there's, I don't crickets. know. <laughs> <laughs> there's hockey, there's baseball. Nope. There's basketball. I mean, swimming. A little bit. Golf. Baseball tennis? and basketball. Baseball and basketball are like neck and neck, but I think basketball. I have, I like more, uh, basketball players than baseball players so he really doesn't he just likes the socks they put out (laughs) yeah so yeah the real question is i mean the real answer is none of them but okay i had to choose one basketball okay not like tennis or soccer or any of those those little underdog sports um tennis i like watching tennis a little bit yeah but you wouldn't watch it every day like you would with football uh, no. No way. No, of course not. Okay. Okay. Um, so here's another one for you. Favorite head coach 
besides Grudy, not that you were going to say him, but besides him, current, I want a current one, one that's in the league right now, besides Gruden, and all-time favorite head coach. All-time besides Gruden. Uh, yes. So both questions. Uh, you know Gruden. what? You can say Gruden for all-time. I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think for all time I'm gonna go with Gruden. But uh, besides Gruden today in the NFL, I would have to go with Pico. Nice. Yeah, for nice. the Seahawks. Um, yeah, they. He's yeah. He's he's popular. He's mm-hmm. really really popular. He mm-hmm. was popular before he came to the came back. To the NFL because he was with the NFL, left to go to USC, and he that's when he became popular. He was really good there. Then he came back to gotcha. Seattle. Gotcha. Uh, and then just a quick question on the all time: uh, Why did you pick Grudy over like Al Davis? Well, one, I wasn't alive when Al Davis was a coach. Right. Um, and two, um, when I got into football and really paying attention to all the little things and watch all the little interviews you know when you Mm -hmm. watch more than just the games then you feel like you know a person a little bit more and I feel like I know John Gruden like more than just watching him on game day Mm -hmm. and his style his personality he's just he he I don't know he's like magnetic you know I think he's like somewhat something I'm like I want to be a little bit you know just the way he draws people with his humor, you know, right. his and he's got positive energy, you know. You like every player that not every player, but a lot of the players that play for him that has talked about him, they always talk about like he's a player's coach and right. you would want to run through a ball for him, you know. So those are all like impacts that you know mm-hmm. that's a positive impact that a coach would have wanna have on players. So Okay. Well my my favorite current besides Gruden is Sean McVay. Hmm. And uh, obviously, Grady has to be my all-time fave because you know. I like the I like McVay. We're yeah. going on four years together. <laughs> okay, so this this one's kind Got of the funny. visor to prove it. Yeah, I do somewhere. I don't know where it is right now. I'm gonna have to find it before the season. Anyways, um, this one's kind of funny. Okay, so um, during the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, Winfield Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. The, Did yeah, yeah, the yeah. Tampa like, Bay defender. piece deuces to uh, Tyree Kill uh-huh. and was fined for doing that. Yeah, like seven thousand. Uh, seven thousand eight hundred and fifteen dollars, and he donated that same amount to the Tampa Bay Youth Leadership Program, hmm. and he said he wanted to turn it into a positive situation, but all he did was donate $7,815 times two. <laughs> Peace sign, deuce sign, yeah, yeah. two, times two. Okay, I see that. Uh-huh. So my question for you is, do you think that he was really trying to be positive about the situation or he was just trying to be funny and, like, rude and whatever? <laughs> both. I think it was just doing both. Yeah? Yeah. It is. It Sports in general is always competitive and, you know, it's always about talking smack, having bragging rights. So, right. yeah, they won. So they 
have the right to brag and yeah that was they find him of course but yeah he just found a creative way to like to diss him again yeah exactly (laughs) you know just to remind him so i saw that and i laughed i was like oh that's hilarious yeah that is funny yep (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) yeah we were we were actually on twitter trying to when i seen when when everybody seen the the tweet about him getting fined by the league uh, we were all trying to get the Bucks fans to to start a GoFundMe for that. Like, oh my god! Yeah, like we were over there, like, dude, if that was a, you know, if I was a Bucks fan, I I would rally up the Buck fans to try to pay that because man, that, yeah, that was that was funny, and especially when you find out later um, that he did that to him right. during the season. Right. So that was the. And whole did point. he get fined for that? No. I guess it's different because it's Super Bowl, but really it's well, not different at all. And it's and usually it's a the the only time I I see them not getting in trouble for taunting or doing something like that is on a scoring play. Oh. So Tyreek Hill was on his way to scoring a touchdown and mm-hmm. he did that like, oh. right as he crossed the end zone, kind of a thing. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's the only time I see them get away with it. So. I guess they can count it as like a celebration kind of a thing. Right. But that one was like in the middle of a play. Yeah. And he kind of waited for him to stand up. That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) That was funny. Anyways, this concludes my uh, this or that. Mm, mm, mm. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Nice. Good job. Um, So, so we said uh, earlier, like I said earlier, is mainly about uh, Russell Wilson is um, most of the talk today but I also wanted to mention some other notes that I had down for other players Juju we'll start with Juju um, Juju it, it wasn't real any anything he's a free agent this year um, but the, the the earlier today or in in a previous episode actually um, I'm not sure if it was a this or that Mm-hmm. But you brought up Juju in one of our previous episodes, yes. whether I, what I think about him going to the Raiders. It was a this or that, yes. Oh, okay. And I said no. You like, did. Yeah. And my son. And then you said you were open to it, as long as he didn't dance on people's logos. Yeah. And we found out that, I'm not sure if that was you or I was talking with Isaiah or David, but they were saying that he did his, he performed his last dance on, I told you that oh okay yes on so TikTok. yeah yes so yeah so and then when I also mentioned when we were talking about that in front of David and I said that yeah I wouldn't want him on the Raiders and then um because of his dancing and David was like oh man you're a hater <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah pretty much and the only reason he even started dancing was because they were 8-0 and winning yeah but if you're just dancing fine but to like literally walk yeah, I am. To the, yeah. you know, yeah. the opposing team's logo and dance there. That's, I don't know. That's, <laughs> like I said, it's like, a, it's re- it's a competitive thing, you know? Yep, it sure is. And when other players see that you're there in their house, you know, in their house, you know, that, that looks a little disrespectful, so. Right, right. Um, But yeah, uh, today, mm-hmm. I don't know what led me to watch YouTube videos of him. Um, but yeah, you know how you just start on YouTube doing one thing and then it kind of him leads and James to other... Connor. Yeah, that's why. Oh yeah, that's um, it started on on those hey rookie uh, videos. Mm-hmm. 
that they have highlighting the the draft the draft the players that are entering the draft and their preparation before the draft yep. and just their whole experience during the draft waiting for their names to be called in um, one of the episodes was on Juju and his class so then I uh, yeah that's where that's where it started and um, I knew he was half Polynesian but I didn't know if he grew up in that culture or you know because sometimes it's just a parent that's Polynesian but you don't really grow up in that culture but he did he did and um, yeah he's definitely more poly than I thought like seeing the draft and seeing how he got together with his family and the food that was that they had that day <laughs> like just reminded me of all the the good food that um, that Nessa makes shout out to Nessa um, all the food he hasn't eaten in a while and yeah. it made him hungry <laughs> yeah for sure and and yeah and then uh, it led me to another video of him buying his family which consists of I think six siblings I believe all younger siblings he's the oldest and his mom and dad and I think there's six of them total one two three no four <laughs> five six it's six five? total oh okay yeah so it was five of them yep there you go. oh okay yeah but uh anyways just watching that video and then just seeing their reactions to them moving into a new house and just just watching them just reminding me of my family and just my people like how we act like the auntie was really really funny on the mm -hmm. uh on that draft party that they had all and my exes living in Texas. exactly she and really it, wanted him to be a cowboy yeah she's a cowboy fan and the mom was explaining how there's just different uh fans in their family i think the dad is a bears fan mm -hmm. um but yeah it was really cool uh, watching that and that just watching that video made me change my mind on Juju like I would definitely not mind Juju um, becoming a Raider just cause I just feel more connected to him now like okay I mean he's just from the dances that I knew him and humble was like not uh, a word that I would describe Juju um, but yeah like the more I learned in watching those videos today I, I feel like he's, he's a humble he's really a humble kid and um, he comes from a humble background, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, JJ Watt. So you mentioned earlier about we were watching the Pat McAfee show, yes. And I guess he, he just has access to a lot of players, just being in the league, right. knows a lot of people. JJ Watt's one He's of them. Cool with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before his show, he talked about how he texted uh, JJ Watt because there was a. Uh, report that came out from uh, Lucini, I think is her name, uh, ESPN Insider, um, that said uh, JJ Watt has received several offers, and quote his best offer received is fifteen to sixteen million um, a year. So, and everyone was speculating because during this time. I think it was on the Pat McAfee show or, uh, before too that they said that you know every time a, a rumors come out you gotta gotta ask yourself what who does this uh, news benefit and usually that's where the the news is coming from or the rumors coming from um, so when that came out a lot of people were speculating that this is JJ Watt and his camp that was putting out this um, 
this news that he's that the best offer he's gotten was this amount, um, which would make sense because then it would kind of draw this bidding war between teams for him and kind of drive up the price. But he confirmed it during the Pat McAfee show. He he basically received a text during the live show um, from J.J. Watt, supposedly. Um, <laughs> I think we trust him enough to, to believe him. I think it was from yeah. him, yeah. Um, saying that he, him and his agent um, has not said anything regarding any offers, basically. Um, said, I have not talked to anyone besides the teams about any of this. Yeah. Basically saying that any news that comes out about anything about details with the any offers that he's receiving are from the teams themselves. Yep. Um, now, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt too because even though that text can be from J.J. Watt, they could be using Pat McAfee too to to do the same thing, which is to drive up the price. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. And even Pat McAfee said that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I mean, maybe he's using me. Whatever. Because he's part of it too. He's part of the media. So, right. he knows it's, it's going to get out there to the masses. Um, so, yeah. 15, 16. But I think, I think it's fair to say that his, his price is up there around that per year. So, um, and the top teams. Yeah. Tennessee. Green Bay and Buffalo. Well, according to that report. Ooh. And Cleveland Browns and the Raiders are the kind of like the the dark horse dark horse in that race, but those are the favorites. Those are the leading the leading teams. Tennessee, my, Green Bay, Buffalo. My favorite out of there is Buffalo. So you would want to see JJ Watt playing for Buffalo next year. Buffalo, yeah. I would want to see him play for Green Bay. Just I want to see him pair up with Aaron Rodgers. So But yeah, Buffalo. Both, both teams made the championships. So, and that's, yeah, I think, but, what he's looking for. But you got to remember, too, who do you want to play against? Who? The Raiders? Yes. The Raiders. The only team that matters. We go to the Super Bowl every year. We just never actually get there. I mean. We're going to the Super Bowl this year, man. Even if we're not. <laughs> so if Buffalo, assuming that both teams are in there, uh-huh. Buffalo and Green Bay, mm-hmm. we would be playing Buffalo. Mm-hmm. The Raiders would be playing Buffalo in the championship mm-hmm. and then playing Green Bay in the Super Bowl. So I don't know what the question is. Well, so my question, well, what, out of the two, Buffalo and Green Bay, mm-hmm. who do you think has the chance of losing with J.J. Watt on their team? Has losing? a better chance of losing, yes. I'm thinking Buffalo. Aren't you? Yeah, I would pick Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to switch my answer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't even I don't even consider who, who the Raiders would be playing and trying to you know, root for certain teams to get certain players. I just, yeah. If it wasn't, if if uh, if he didn't have any teams, I would want him to go to Tampa Bay. Like, I, 
I just like seeing all the stars get together and, you know. But it, mm-hmm. it's even better that if he goes to Green Bay, because now they, Green Bay and Tampa Bay could be a good battle, you know. Yeah. So. Well, you, Green, uh, Tampa Bay can't afford all these top-notch players, can they? Says who? With the salary cap. Man, teams always figure something out. The salary cap is only the the money that's, you know, that's against the cap this year, you know. Yeah. They can move money around, which they always do. They restructure deals. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm definitely not. I definitely don't try to get into those conversations because that's just too many numbers, numbers to yeah. be trying to figure out. And yeah. and not only that, those those and I feel like those conversations. Yeah, I mean, fans get into it, but like, to really, to to really get in and get a deep dive into those numbers and do the conversation, you might as well go do the work. Like, you might as well go work for the team. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't it's really think people get that deep into it, right? Oh, you'll be surprised. Yeah, people like just regular fans on Twitter would discuss like how the numbers is, and because it's all public information, like you can look it up and do math. You know, it's all math, but oh my why do all that? Freaking accounting department. I'm saying here. that now and then maybe, you know, yeah, maybe a couple years from now. It. Yeah, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be on episode 200. We'll discuss how <laughs> we can make Tom Brady fit in our salary cap. Because <laughs> he will still be in the league. <laughs> um, Five years from now, you said? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That guy's going to be... An NFL player for the rest of his life. <laughs> Man. Um, and finally, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, what was the? I'm trying to figure out what was the news. Oh yeah, there was a report came out by Graziano. I think he works for ESPN also. That said that Watson actually met with the new head coach. Told him that he's standing his ground. He wants to be traded, and he has no intentions of playing for the Texans again. So. Nothing changes there. When was this released? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thursday? Yeah, I believe so. Huh. Um, but yeah, met with the new coach and told him basically, yeah, he all the him. things you heard, it's true. I want to leave. He told him, hey, you guys screwed this up. I don't like this place anymore. Well, he didn't screw the, the new coach. No, didn't the, screw the it new up coach didn't he just got there. Up, but the. The new the owners, I, I hear is the ownership. It I, sounds like it because they hired the new manager. Uh oh, the the new uh, GM. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't come across that, but yeah, that's what I heard too. Um, yeah, the, they hired the general manager without his uh his what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I know I was thinking too. It's not approval because they don't not need approval. It. No, yeah. but just. Like letting him know. Yeah, just they didn't even let him know. Just and, being aware of, yeah. of it. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's pretty much where they stand and that's um yeah, that that case might be the that one might a lot of people are saying might go down past free aid like past the draft, like it might lead into the season. Like especially if it what it looks like from every all the reporting that it's Houston that's just being stubborn. Like, right. They're not really talking to even the teams that are calling, you know. So there's a lot of teams calling. They're not even answering the calls. Like, they're saying that – I seen a report today that uh, teams are just leaving messages on, 
hey, this is what we're willing to give up. All right, see, hopefully you pick up the phone next time. Oh my goodness! But you know, there are reports. Who knows what's really going on? But yeah. anyway, um, maybe Houston's just ignoring them to drive up his value even more. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just think if, yeah, if you have a disgruntled player, like, let him go. Let, yeah, let him go. Like, let them you're gonna. Free. It's not like you're gonna. You're not gonna get anything back. Yeah. You're gonna get something back. Yeah. Especially these desperate teams out there, like, like Basically, the Raiders. Not. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say. Um, but that's a good uh, segue, actually, into the main topic, which is Russell Wilson. Yes. Because. One of the biggest arguments about or the biggest uh, talks that led to Russell Wilson actually um, um, wanting to be traded is it started with a report from The Athletic about him storming out of a meeting uh, that he had. And I'm a, maybe it started before that, but this is one of the, the more uh, recent reports about I think it happened during the season. They said sometime after a Cardinals game. Yeah, that's yeah. what I saw too. Um, they had a meeting. Coaches mm-hmm. had a meeting. Wilson came into the meeting, and he came in with his own suggestions. Suggestions. Yeah. yeah. Ideas. Ideas that he wanted to implement. Exactly. And according to the report, like they it was immediately down. shut down. Yeah. So he quote unquote stormed out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's led to him going on a bunch of shows during uh, during the Super Bowl week, um, talking about on the specifically on the Dan Patrick show. He talks about um, that was the they following asked him, week, right? After not the, during the Super Bowl. I'm not sure, actually. Well, I want to say that he was saying that they he saw what they were doing. During the Super Bowl, right? Well, he just he just meant like I I took it out. Maybe maybe it was after the Super Bowl, but but, but everybody knew about what Tom Brady was doing like during the Super Bowl. That's right. the story coming out. Like right. he had these, you know, he came with the plan, told right. him these are the players I wanted, kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, when Dan Patrick asked him about that and how much say so does he have, he kind of went around. The question, but then he asked him more directly about the Super Bowl was the seventh, correct? I'm not sure. Yeah, it was the seventh. This was two days after the Super Bowl. Is that interview? Yeah. So, um, what's that say? So yeah, when um, Dan Patrick was asking him about um, yeah. about the, how much say so he actually has. Um, with management and coaches, um, he basically said in a long about way that he does. He wish he has more say so, basically. And I think that with all the reports that we're hearing and all mm-hmm. the things that people are talking about, that's where the main issue is at. He wants more uh, say so in what's going on with the personnel coming in, with the types of plans. I think the 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 plans with the with the game. Don't remember what they call it, but, um, but yeah, he just wants more say. So he wants to put in more input, especially with, with everything that came out about Tom Brady during the Super Bowl about, yeah, him coming in, the coaches being open to Tom Brady, kind of like, not 
controlling everything, but having a lot of control as to who's right. coming in. And it just makes sense that you listen to players because they're the ones playing all the time. And like Russell Wilson mentioned in the in that interview, like they go to the Pro Bowls, they talk with other players all the time. So, you know, players are always meeting uh, each other and getting to know each other. So, of course, they're going to draw, you know, they're going to make friends and then it's football, you know. So they're going to know what kind of guys that they like, you know, playing. And especially for Wilson to be playing this long, uh, I'm pretty sure he had, I'm pretty sure he, he knows, he has a feel of the kind of guys he want on the offense, the kind of guys that he knows that he can win with. In his words, like LeBron, the kind of players you can trust. So, yeah, and I don't think that that he's wrong to want to be involved in it, in yeah, and just making or even just giving input into those decisions. Because I mean, especially considering like the draft, you can think you know a player really well, but what if you don't have the input from your quarterback? Like you know, just getting yeah. to know someone. And just getting a feel for them, he's going to be the best one to even go to to get a feel of a wide receiver or, you know, something like that. Because, I mean, yeah, he's like, going to have to interact with them. Exactly. And, and uh, I don't know if it was earlier or just talks we've had about um, about John Gruden, how, much, how many friends that uh, he has mm-hmm. in the league and mm-hmm. in the business. But players are the same way. Like right. they have a bunch of friends too, and right. yeah. So, and then and uh, one of the things that they always talk about with, especially now with free agency coming up and and trades, you know, sometimes it's not about just having a great player, but how much that player fits with the team already there. You know, right. it has to be a, a a fit, a good fit, and that's like that's like us at work too. You know, mm-hmm. you can be that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. you can. You can be the best person at, at your job, but, like, if you don't fit, you know, with the rest of the team, like, especially culture-wise, like, it's going to, mm-hmm. you know, days, days are not going to be yeah. fun, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, and I agree. And, you know, I think they even asked him on that show about about him, whether a quarterback should have any say-so. And he was like, yeah, it depends. It depends on who the quarterback is. Like, Derek Carr, do, do you think he should have um, some say-so in, in the Raiders' decision-making? Well, just to say, I think uh, Russell Wilson really dodged the question a few times uh, because he didn't really want to say the answer to that, which is, I want more control. Uh, I agree, certain players shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, Derek Carr, I think I think he can to a certain extent. Yeah, but me too. But at the end of the day, like, he's not Tom Brady, you know? He doesn't get that kind of say. Nobody does, really. Yeah. I mean, well, if I you haven't been to the Super Bowl, you really shouldn't have much input on what kind of players you want because you're obviously not well, performing to the best of your ability. Yeah, I mean, you should have some still. Some, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Some, but not a large amount. Like, not more than, you know. Yeah, and I think John Gruden knows that. I mean, I, I think pretty much every coach uh, probably gets input from their quarterback at some point. Well, <laughs> According to Tom Brady, no, yeah, maybe because you know that was one of the big reasons why Tom Brady left New England mm-hmm. was a lot of reports were coming out that he, yeah, he wanted more say so and Belichick and you know Belichick just ba- basically Belichick he he just was set on his ways and 
How can you argue with that either? They won Super Bowls. Won six Super Bowls doing it. You know, I can just imagine that meeting. You know, he comes in. Yeah, we won Super Bowls doing it my way. Why, why would we change that? Yeah, he's all, Tom, I already taught you all my tricks, man. Now you're going to go ruin my life? <laughs> yeah. And Tom, and you know, and Tom probably like, okay, well. Bye. Good luck. Good luck uh, win another one doing it your way then. <laughs> good luck without me. And they didn't even make the playoffs. So. Try to get uh, Garoppolo back. <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, I know that felt good for Tom to win that. When yeah, that, you know, just thinking about the Patriots. The following year, like yeah. the year after. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's the big thing with Russell Wilson. On mm-hmm. so two things, um, I wanted to ask you. So on the Silver and Black today, yes, they asked, um, would Gruden, because they when they were talking about the control thing, would Gruden give Wilson, uh, what Arians gave Tom Brady? that kind of control no way I think he would give him enough control for him to be satisfied I just listening to the interview um it seems like Russell Wilson is so not, you're saying what what Russell Wilson be, uh-huh. I, 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 think, I think I should ask that different. what Russell Wilson wants not not really what Tom Brady wants but what Russell Wilson wants that control I think, whatever yes. that is yes you think Gruden will give him that I think so because I don't think yeah. he really wants so much control that he's like the GM yeah <laughs> yeah in that case like, that's like, not what we're asking retire <laughs> yeah <laughs> he wants he just wants involvement in picking the team that he's gonna have to run with you know well we Hopefully, we, we really don't know what he wants. Yeah, well, just listening to the interview, that's just kind of what it sounds like. It's It sounds like he's not asking for much. And to have all of your ideas shut down in one sitting and you to storm out, yeah, it sounds like they really didn't want to hear from him. Yeah, I mean, we would hope. I mean, if Maybe we're, if his we're, if ideas we're, were crazy. Yeah, exactly. We're, if, if we're giving Wilson the the benefit of the doubt. Then of yeah, course, yeah. Then yeah, maybe, you know, we, we we go with that, but if we're giving the the Seahawks the benefit of the doubt, yeah, maybe he did walk in there with some crazy ideas. Like, yeah. No way, bro. And the Get reason, out. The reason I think Gruden would is because I think Gruden really likes a good communicator. And I think that's what he has in Derek Carr. Derek Carr, like, over-communicates everything, so it just seems like because he's such a good communicator, that's the reason John Gruden's willing to stick with him. So I think he'd be willing to stick with another good communicator, which in interviews that I've listened to, it sounds like Russell Wilson is. So. Yeah, no, yeah. It, uh, he's definitely one of those. I think another thing that that Gruden likes about Wilson over Carr is he's more of a playmaker. Yeah. I mean. Let me run he, he's He's going to like, I think, a lot of things about Wilson more than Carr. It's just... Is he willing to give up the price? Which leads me to the mm-hmm. the second question is um, listening to the Averman and Middlecoff podcast. They were talking about the price that it will cost to get Wilson. They're saying at the very least, three number ones, four number ones. Take that back. Four number ones. And they're and then when they talked about it with the Raiders, they would they were saying three number ones in the car. Should would, the Raiders do it? I think so. Because he's got a lot of life left in him. I mean, he was only drafted two years before Derek Carr. 
And with that being said, I mean, he's got a Super Bowl under his belt. He's, you know, he's just got a lot of benefits. And, I mean, he doesn't need Gruden to run after him like a penguin. I keep coming back to that, but, I mean, it's true. Run out of the pocket, bro. And if you're letting a penguin catch you, too, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's probably worth it because if they acquire Wilson, they can always get rid of Mariota somehow to another uh, team, and that's a first round right there. So, well, yeah, I, first I don't know, maybe I don't second. About, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a first round. I think a lot of teams look at Mariota. Yeah, maybe second. Um, but yeah, they can get rid of him. Um, with Wilson on the team. He makes up for yeah. You know when you have a star, a star player on your team, they make up for a lot of the things that you're not good at. So, right. Yeah. Which I mean, if you really consider our first round picks the last couple of years, it, it's not like it really makes a difference if we give up our next three. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, three, three ones and Carl. Bye. Bye, yeah, Felicia. <laughs> um, that's it. Oh. That's all we have for him. What about our top five? Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. The only thing we have left is our top five. Okay, cool. So, obviously, you're ready with yours. I wrote mine down. Nice. Um, because Let's hear it. I wasn't... I'm not a Seahawk person, really. <laughs> okay, so I have Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Nice. Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Huh. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. And uh, had to go with this one, Pete Carroll. <laughs> Okay, look, he's like the biggest name of the Seahawks besides uh, Russell Wilson, okay? Yeah. I guess I could take Rashad Penny off for uh, Russell Wilson. Okay, uh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's, you know, I was just going Where, where did Penny come from? Penny come, came from... Uh, fantasy? Fantasy. <laughs> Noticing his name on the wire? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those waiver wire guys. But he came in clutch for you on a game, I think. Yeah, I, I remember having Penny on the roster a few yeah. times. Yeah. You held him for a while because you were hoping it, he would do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I usually do that with... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it doesn't pay off. Yeah, but, yeah. but Pete Carroll, that's like the biggest Seahawks name, man. Yeah. I, I like Pete Carroll. I like his coaching style. Yeah. yeah. I like that guy. So my top five, Russell Wilson, of course. Yep. Beast Mode. Yep. Chris Carson, who I had this year. Love that guy. Uh-huh. Um... Richard Sherman. Yep. Who's going to be a Raider this year. Um, and Cam Chancellor. Hmm. Big time hitter. That's okay. it. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Good job. And uh, you guys are probably sleeping right now. So, uh, yeah. Good morning when you guys wake up. Have a good day. Peace.